The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's showtime! From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. This is Dave. I hope you're well. It is. Oh, you know what? I forgot to turn off the air conditioner. Uh, Welcome to summer, New England. I've got the air conditioner going here in the Westwood Studios, Pod 617, and I'm having trouble turning it off. Mikey, I, oh, Mikey, I, I can't Can you get it. I can't. The I, weather today, it's hot. I got. It. I'm here with uh, the Boston Podcast correspondent, Mad Media Mike, Mike O'Neill, my cousin Mikey, my blood, blood of my blood. He's here. Thank you for being here, Mikey. It's, it's good to be here. It's hot, hot. It's, it is. It is hot. And today on the Boston Podcast, you're uh, you're lucky if you're just tuning in for the first time because you've got an edition of. The podcast police. You might have heard a uh, a police siren or, or hints of a police siren in the show open. That's because that was to clue you in on the fact that it's uh, the podcast police, or it's because I hit the button prematurely and uh, didn't know what to do. So you you be the judge. But thank you for joining us on the Boston Podcast, Boston's only daily Monday through Friday regular podcast, brought to you by the U.S. Postal Service. Did you know? The U.S. Postal Service is the second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today at usps.com backslash careers. U.S. Postal Service, deliver for the nation. So, Mikey, uh, Podcast Police is podcast police, podcast police policing the podcast landscape. What we do is we pick out podcasts, the good, the bad, usually the good, and then occasionally we'll tell you why a podcast is good, why it's lousy, right? You're, you've Correct. done this before, right, Mikey? Yes. Just feel I free. I think I've been on this podcast before. You have. You have. Yes. And welcome back. Thank you. And uh, for example, the last time you were here, I think we talked about uh, Marin and, and Mark Marin. We the, did. Was there another one you brought up? I'm trying to remember. Oh, what was the one on The Ringer that you liked so much? You talked about that. Uh, the Watch. The Watch. Yes. Okay. And, and in that one, they review all things you should be watching and consuming and things like that. Shit. All things pop culture, radio, uh, music, uh, music, oh, uh, TV, movies. Yes. Oh, yes. I got to get Concerts. on that. Concerts. I got to get on that. There's um, a couple guys from Philadelphia, so take that for what it's worth. Oh, okay. Yes. So it's uh, it's Motown Philly. It's boys to yeah. men all night long. Back I guess. again. Yes. East Coast swing. Check this out one day back in Philly. All right. Anyway, we were saying it's time for the podcast, please. There we go. Underrated hip hop song, in my opinion, Mikey. You like it? Once again, I, I love the beat. I'm trying to think of what the heck it is. It's uh, Shake Your Tail F. Copyright laws prevent me from tell you, telling you what the exact song is. Although this isn't the original copyright version. This is some, oh, kind, okay. of, some kind of mashy thing. Anyway, the podcast podcast police, the good, the bad, everything in between when it comes to the world of podcast. Stop, 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 Nelly and Diddy and Murphy stop. Lee. 
We're going to talk about, okay, so first off, I'll bring one up. And Mikey, I guess you haven't seen this one yet, but um, people have talked about around here in Boston and the Boston Globe going uh, full throttle into the world of podcasts with something called Gladiator about the life and times and death of Aaron Hernandez. Let's listen to a little bit of the trailer so you get the flavor. Here it is. It's the third quarter of Super Bowl 46. Uh-huh. He caught a touchdown pass Patriots in this quarter. I know. Huh? We were Star up, quarterback we up eight Tom points. Brady gets the ball. And over the middle, getting free. And fires a pass to he the Patriots' tight end. made a move right end. there. In the end zone, the tight end pretends to unlock a bank vault. Can't do that. He reaches inside, grabs an armful of bills, and throws them in the air. Can't leave a linebacker on it. Makes it rain. So glad they explained that to me. I was at that Super Bowl as a sports writer <laughs> for the Boston sure what Globe. Happened. Yep. I remember thinking, here's another showboating football player. But this wasn't just another spectacular athlete. This was Aaron Hernandez, a man who earned millions as a star of the New England Patriots and who would be accused of murdering three people. I said, Aaron, I'm hearing some things about, you know, you and this murder. A man who spiraled out of control all while elite coaches and others in the football business. Is the narrator, is he part of Spotlight? Police led yeah, Patriots tight end at the Boston Globe. you're asking that. Thank you. We'll get to that in a moment. Morning, a shirt covering his chest and arms. At his arraignment this afternoon, the state charged Hernandez with murder, saying he orchestrated the killing of an associate, Odin Lloyd. From the Boston second. Globe and Wondery comes a new podcast, Gladiator, Aaron Hernandez and Football Inc. So... Hmm. Bob Holler. Bob Holler. Together with okay, so that so that's the voice of Bob Holler, who's an uh, excellent sports writer for the Globe. But <laughs> you could see uh, this is going to be a leading question, I guess, Mikey. Yes. You already put your finger on on maybe the only drawback to this podcast because it's not bad. It's a good listen. Okay. And most people seem to like it. Like, oh, you got to hear Gladiator, the the, the uh, all the backstory about Aaron Hernandez before he killed those people. But what did you know? Again, it's a leading question. But you know, did you notice something about the style this is being presented in? Of the trailer? Yeah. Or the way the guy's talking. Um, I don't know. He kind of sounds like he was bamboozled. Yeah. Like he, uh, he thought he was one type of guy and turns out to be a different type of guy. The Aaron Hernandez, you Aaron mean? Aaron Hernandez, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm more... What are uh, you talking about? I'm more on the style of the podcasting. So sorry sorry for being so uh, no? you know, cryptic, sorry. but... Um, the you know this this is a uh, you know with all the the full force power and resources of the Boston Globe it's well reported, <clears throat> but this is this is their attempt to get into the the serial style uh, of of podcasting and gotcha. so you listen to serial right yes and so to me what was so groundbreaking about serial was not just that it was a news documentary kind of done detail by detail in a podcast form. It's that it you were hearing directly from the reporter, and you weren't hearing the reporter's story. You weren't hearing the reporter words that they had carefully edited and scripted. You were actually hearing from the reporter, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you were hearing from, what was her name? Uh, uh, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. My apologies. Oh, I don't think I've ever known the name. Yeah, Sarah Koenig. Oh, Sarah Koenig. Yeah, yeah yes. Sarah Koenig. And she would say things like, and so, and so I talked to Adnan's friend, and I <laughs> thought I sort of believed what he had to say, but I wanted more. And then you hear her like, you know, you know yeah. knocking, 
you know, hi, is, is Miss Jones there? And you kind of, she kind of let you in to the reporting. So the problem, in, in my opinion, with um, Gladiator, yes. and maybe it's a quibble, and maybe I'm, I'm being hypersensitive because I'm in the podcasting business, was it's scripted. The whole thing is scripted. So if you don't mind that, it's good. You learn a few things about Aaron Hernandez you might not have already known. Um, it's not that shocking. You're not going to find out he's actually... You know what? It turns out he's actually a really nice guy. No, it's not uh, that, so don't expect that. <laughs> But um, you know, as it, with the globe, it's a good first foray into podcasting for the globe. I think they can do better. I think globe, let your hair down a little bit. Don't be quite as serious, and uh, be more, be less serious. Oh my god! <clears throat> Hold on, I need a drum roll for this. This is genius. Hold on, <clears throat> sound effect, please. By the way, listeners of the podcast know that I've been suffering from an eye infection this entire week. I'm having trouble seeing friggin' anything. So when I hit a sound effect button, you never know what you're gonna get. But um, I think I found it. Yeah, okay. Boston Globe, Boston Globe, are you listening? Be less serious, be more like cereal. Thank you. Whoa. Thank you. Was that scripted? <laughs> I don't no. think it was. I think it was off the top of your head. It should have been scripted. That's and it amazing. It should have been scripted better. So let's, maybe maybe they should take the path of like Tarantino and then Gladiator, and at the end, they just they flip it. It's like Inglorious Bastards, where instead of yeah. killing, you know, three different people, right. he turns out to be, you know, the guy who organizes the run from, you know, wherever down to the Cape. Yeah. And, uh, you know, best buddies. And he is like the Tom Brady of our generation doing yeah. all this charity stuff. Right. It's, it, Just flip it. Gets it gets completely turned on its head. Right. Just make shit up. Flip I mean, it. everybody else is making shit up these days. Right. Actually, it would be cool if they said... We actually have unearthed the audio of Aaron Hernandez's last words, and here's the podcast, Gladiator, presenting it, and here are his words. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the north, leaders of the Felix of Aegis, father to a slain son, husband to a murdered wife, and I shall have my vengeance in this life or the next. Thank you. I'll take the golf clap Can again I be for that one. Joaquin Phoenix? That was supposed to be Joaquin Phoenix. No, no. Oh, no, that no, was, no, yeah. No, yeah, you'd be Joaquin Phoenix. I'll be Joaquin yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, you'd be Joaquin Phoenix. It vexes me. I'm extremely vexed. <laughs> Which I found to be one of the funniest lines <laughs> in the movie. It was. <laughs> the, the people like Maximus more than they like me. It is vexing. I am vexed. Damn, he Anyways, was good. So anyway. I'm wondering okay. if in the Gladiator podcast that they will... Introduce the character of Mike, who bought a new Patriots jersey <laughs> <laughs> the the spring before Aaron Hernandez. This is close did, to home for you, isn't it? Did all his uh, right. killing? Actually, it was it was the it was the summer before, and um, at a Halloween party, right? Um, I went as Zombie Aaron Hernandez, <laughs> which I thought was brilliant. And, and then all of a sudden, breaking news! Breaking news! But then. <laughs> How much uh, did you spend on that jersey? Uh, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, Robert Kraft said, anyone who bought one of his jerseys, please come back and exchange it for free for another jersey. And did which you? I did. That was my trivia question at the Super Bowl. And, I don't know if you remember me asking you, you that. And you, of course, got the Josh Gordon jersey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not get no, the jersey. what'd jo you get? That's funny that you think that. <laughs> I got the uh, Albert Hainsworth jersey. <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, it was a Tim Tebow jersey. <laughs> I'm not going to do it Keep again. going. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> there could have been... Uh, what else? Got, there's been a lot of uh, you know people that stop in for a, a brief visit. Who was the other guy that was um, excellent defensive player who like showed up late one day and was like completely gone? He was a linebacker. <laughs> we got him from Pittsburgh. Do you remember what I'm talking about? He like he said he couldn't get out of his driveway because the, the it was oh, snowing geez. and they said forget it, you're That's gone. Hilarious. It wasn't Harrison because he lasted the whole season. No, not not Harrison. Harrison was great. Yeah, I had high hopes for Harrison. Well, he made it, we made it to the Super Bowl. He was great in the Super Bowl. It was that that James was James Harrison against Philly, against Philly. Yeah, and we lost. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't his fault. He was well. Actually, they did give up fifty something points. I think. No, yeah, I I, I had high hopes that he was going to make a big play at the end. I remember that. Actually, yeah, was, I remember it was that. a Joey Galloway jersey. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> all right. I guess we should move on. What I was going to say was. That Philly Super Bowl was one where you were just waiting at the end for the one big defensive play because we hadn't had one all game, and it never came. And Dante Hightower was uh, injured. He was on injured reserve. And uh, he's the guy that in two of our Super Bowl wins has come up with that clutch defensive play. Yeah, the big play. At the end. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. I'm not Bill Belichick. I just uh, enjoy his work. Well, there was no defensive plays until the last drive. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. Brady had his no, best yeah. Super Bowl stats ever. I know in that Super Bowl, and the irony is that's the one he didn't win. But you know what? The more I think about it, it's it's. I'm glad we got this last one, which was like the most probably the most nondescript of all the Super Bowls. Right. But which uh, we it was time for a nondescript one. Like we'll take it. But it, in terms of miracle wins, miracle losses, yeah, like that Eagles game, we were always one play away from winning. Just one play away from winning. Right. And if that was the only time we made it to the Super Bowl, it'd be fucking heartbreaking. But we had Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler. We, I mean, what was the win probability before um, uh, Wilson threw that pass? Like, right. like point oh 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 one. Oh, it was so low. <laughs> yeah, right. You're yeah, right. and in the you know in the first game against. The Rams. I mean, we should. We really should have lost. I mean, the, you know, the John Matt just asked John Madden. Oh, blasphemy! Uh, <laughs> we we played, had a great game. All right. Well, that, place that third in the, in in unlikely victories. The the first maybe being Malcolm Butler play, but the the probably the first is the you know the Falcons game where we, how what was the win probability when we were down? Tw- uh, the, what's uh, the famous score that I I should know on top uh, twenty six to three or whatever. Twenty eight to three. Twenty eight to three. Right. Twenty-eight to three. Twenty-eight to three. I mean, twenty-six to three. I mean, anyone? <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> we should mix it up with the, which is more enjoyable. Could, could I have said Reggie Wayne? <laughs> no. Did we bring him he in for, again for the pre from? The, and so you traded in your Aaron Hernandez shirt for a Chad Ocho Cinco oh. shirt. Oh. Actually, it was an Eric Decker shirt. <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> um, That's the best. All right. That's all I got. Okay, let's move on to the next podcast. After I take one minute to tell you about the U.S. Postal Service, it's the second larger employer in the United States offering paid training and ways to move up. You should apply today at usps.com backslash careers. From mail carriers to corporate management, the USPS works together to provide efficient, affordable service to the American public. 
The workers are the backbone of its service, and the USPS wants to develop an advanced career so its development programs train and prepare employees for promotions and growth in a variety of business areas. Everything you need to know is on the website, usps.com backslash careers. It is the policy of the Postal Service to provide equal employment opportunity and prevent employment discrimination. The Postal Service seeks to attract and retain a diverse workforce in which employees respect and value each other's differences and work to promote collaboration, flexibility, and fairness so that all employees are able to participate and contribute to their full potential. Apply today. That website, once again, usps.com backslash careers. The United States Postal Service deliver for the nation. So if you haven't heard of of, uh, the Ron Burgundy podcast, yes, in fact, ladies and gentlemen, that Ron Burgundy, the he of Anchorman, the Will Ferrell, the iconic, I'll say it, comedic, iconic Will Ferrell character. And you're a fan of the Anchorman movies, Mike. That makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great story. Great story. Compelling story. Compelling and rich. And, um, rich. and compelling and rich. And What's your name? He- Lanolin? <laughs> Lanolin? Like the sheep? Like, like the, the sheep? W- like the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time don't wear a bra. Yes, before the days of sexual harassment law. And so he did a podcast, which is, this is this is uh, one of the things. Now, listen, if you don't like Will Ferrell, it's your fucking problem, okay? Will Ferrell is hilarious, and maybe he's not everybody's cup of tea. But he does this shit, like he does the videos for Funny or Die, and as far as I know, like if I had to guess, I'd say he doesn't make any cash off of his little funny or die videos. He, they're just little things that he likes to do. Mikey, did you see the special he did when he went around to the different uh, Major League Baseball teams and like played, yes, right? I yes, mean that I was did. funny. Yes. I mean, listen, maybe he got a million dollars for that. I don't know, but it seemed like the kind of thing that he just wanted to do. I thought it was hilarious when he he addressed the crowd at one point, and you know he's there in uniform as an actor, kind of as just to to live out the dream. And he says the first thing. He says, "Is was I the best player on the field today? Yes, I was. And also, I had a great time. Like, it, just um, in typical, you know, uh, counterintuitive, funny Wolf Ferrell fashion. He so he decides great. he's going to do a Ron Burgundy podcast. And you think is this like a half-assed thing where he throws the character out there, makes a few bucks? No, it's it's great. It is a laugh a second. It is the full Ron Burgundy treatment, and I'm going to sh- play you a little clip of the episode where he and his producer, who is um, this woman, Carolina, who I don't know who she is, but she plays the foil just perfectly to Ron Burgundy's uh, bubbling um, idiot that he is. So th- listen to a little bit of this podcast. As you can hear, Carolina is currently uh, using the elevator uh, telephone to call some local firefighters, uh, police officers, maybe even a priest to read us our last rites, because you guessed it, folks, we are currently stuck on an elevator. Uh, we are stuck uh, in between the 86th and 87th floors of the Timex building. Uh, as you know, our podcast studio is on the 90th floor. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we are we are currently stuck, and I uh, thank God we were just returning from a field piece, and so that's why I have we have audio equipment with us. Uh, Carolina is handling the situation. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Yes. They said they'd call back in 20 with an update. I don't know. I guess we should just sit tight until then. So 20 minutes we're going to be in here. Yeah, <laughs> most likely. Yeah. Most likely 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. Well. That's just too bad. 
that's really too bad because we had, folks, we had President Jimmy Carter <laughs> in the studio today, and we were going to interview him on what he thinks on everything that's happened this year. Do we have word to Jimmy Carter to that's a, please? That's a, that's a little misleading. We have the president of the San Diego County Farm Bureau up in the studio, and coincidentally, his name happens to be Jimmy Carter. So <laughs> it's not president. It's not the president of the United States. And this year, Jimmy Carter, president. It's been a crazy one for him. My God, he had to rule on the San Diego Miniature Horse Competition. And let me tell you, there might have been checkered blankets and straw baskets, but that was no picnic. A lot of tough decisions that day for Mr. President Carter. Um, everyone thought that Pippi Longstocking, a beautiful mare with a chestnut mane, was so going to win. So on and on it goes. And, and um, just you know, like... Just when you think he's gonna kind of let us off the hook and and kind of play it straight, he he does not. And uh, I'm gonna go a little forward in this podcast to just just for shits and giggles, and we'll see so nice. where That's we are. So pretty, and their babies are Yoko's so cute. pretty too. Yeah. And they're outspoken. They're real advocates. Yeah, they raise so much. Do you like Do you like John Legend, Lupe? I mean, me gusta Betty Boop. So there's a woman in the elevator that only speaks Spanish, and, <laughs> and that does not dissuade Ron Burgundy from just talking to her and getting full answers completely in Spanish. Why the, what the, what's with the fascination with John Legend? I don't have a fascination. I like John Legend, I, but I was talking about oh, John did you Lennon. you see his Christmas special? Uh, yeah. It was so good. I didn't so get to see no. So again, cla- classic. I, I won't play anymore because you should just listen to the podcast yourself. But it's just an, another sort of classic Burgundy-esque moment where he decides to kill the time while they're trapped in the, in the elevator by asking people, like, who's the person you'd like to have lunch with, you know, if you could pick any person past or present and this this guy in the elevator who's purportedly on his way to his his therapist says John Lennon and Burgundy of course says I like John Legend lovely voice <laughs> and then won't stop talking about John Legend even though the guy keeps trying to correct him so good on you Will Farrell gi- giving us some more um, Ron Burgundy and uh, big big thumbs oh, up can I use your oh wait he's cap. back hold on a no, second no you can't use my baseball cap that's Lupe, can I use your purse? Bueno, yo lo que tengo en realidad es una cartera muy pequeña. Thank you, I appreciate that. So I'm going to fill Lupe's purse full of my urine. I'll start first. (laughs) So at some point he decides he has to pee and defecate in something. (laughs) And and on and on it goes. There's another episode where they try to concoct the ultimate Ron Burgundy podcast theme song where Ron goes through a bunch of different styles, singing at full blast, and the part of the gag is he can't stop saying, take back the night. And uh, his producer keeps saying, why do you keep saying take back the night? (laughs) And it's just like, it just sounds great. Take back the night! And it's just, he can't stop saying that. So uh, I'm not doing it justice. He's Will Ferrell, and I'm not. So, uh, Ron Burgundy podcast. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Do we have any other uh, podcast uh, recommendations for the uh, the week, Mikey? I, I guess I have one more. Any you know, that come to mind? No. You know, just thinking about the Ron Burgundy. Yeah, go ahead. That when he was on, uh, he was on the Dan Patrick show once as oh Ron Burgundy. Oh, is that Will right? Farrell. Yeah, this is when um, Anchorman Two was coming out, and he was doing this shtick where he was. Um, um, sort of um, recreating famous sports calls from sportscasters over the you know uh, 
So he would recreate past, a famous yeah, like moment. 30, 40 years. So. But in Ron, but but he, in Ron yeah, Burgundy. Yeah, but in Ron Burgundy and, and with a different tone. So he mm-hmm. did like the uh, the Miracle on Ice, mm-hmm. uh, Al Michaels thing. Where, yeah, Al Michaels was like, you know, and the past goes down. And about, Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Right. And then he recreated it. And he was like, well, the puck goes down, abandon it. And uh, yeah, do you believe in miracles? Yeah. <laughs> it was it. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. He did it in such a like a boring. I yeah, don't give a crap. Monotone, it was yeah. so great. Love it. Uh, Love it. Get off the shed. Yeah. Uh, here's one more. I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend an episode of a podcast you should absolutely listen to. If you haven't listened to Radio Lab in the past, you should. It's uh, produced by the NPR family, if I'm not mistaken. If not, uh, I don't know. I mean, Radio Lab. It's it's one of the top podcasts in the country for sure. They tell stories. It usually has. Some kind of modernish uh, tinge to it. That's why it's called Radio Lab. These guys who do Radio Lab are so big time that they've like appeared on the Stephen Colbert show and things like that. So they did one just recently that I thought really stood out. Shout out to my friend Max Perlman for showing me, uh, bringing it to my attention. It originally ran in January, but you you may not have heard it yet. It's called the Punchline. Let's see if I can play a little bit and you'll get the flavor of this. Let's see. If I get my Apple Podcast app to play. Oh my properly. god! Here we I w- go. So this, uh, I had. Hey, I'm Jad Abumrad. I'm Robert Krowich. This is Radio Lab, and uh, we have another story for you. Another adventure, uh, courtesy of who else? Well, reporter Lethif Nasser. So uh, the the way I first learned about the story is that I saw that there was this article trending in this uh, online publication called the Players Tribune, which is like an like a kind of athletes. Magazine, which of um, course you subscribe to, which of course I subscribe to because I'm the like scrawny. Do they all have lists? <laughs> I'm the like least. Athlete. Yeah, I guess I do. do they I'm all? the Seriously, only right? scrawny yeah, couch okay. potato, basically. Uh, it's Revenge of the Nerds, Mikey. It's uh, what anyway, it is. the 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 <laughs> thing that lisp jumped out to me the about this article is that Everyone? it's a sports story, but it's it's actually so much more. Like it, it's a story about voting. It's a story about cyberbullying. It's a story about you know sticking it to the establishment. It's a it's a sports story, but it's like it it's like one Corky that Romano. feels like it could only <laughs> have happened at this very specific Stay moment with him, that Mike. we're living in right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we can always paint sports as a microcosm of society, but in this case, it's undeniable that it was. So the whole story starts with this guy, Greg Wyshynski. What are you guys talking about today? Hockey stuff. Oh, sweet. Greg is a hockey journalist. Senior NHL writer for ESPN. Known to his legions of fans uh, as Puck Daddy. (laughs) That a self-given name? No. He got it from his editor when he first started blogging about hockey. The other option at the time was Zamboni Pony. Oh. Which would have been a horrible name. And I I very much avoided an entire, you know, 10-year run of people calling me the pony. That's true. Right. But now— I I have my— I have my notes. I'm ready to roll now. I do wish okay. they could get to the point. But it hold wasn't Corky so Romano. It was Corky St. Clair. Oh, Corky St. Clair. Christopher Guest. Yes. One of them's going to say, I'm just going to go home and I'm going to bite my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, a couple of hockey writers. Right, hold on. Here we go. Shooting the breeze on hockey. Well, you know what industry we're in? We're in the hockey industry. And, and as you know, Woo-hoo. the hockey in, hockey industry is about making money, making new fans, turning heads. Okay, so this is uh, November 2015, uh, just a few months before the NHL's, you know, Big mid-season spectacle. Welcome to Amelie Arena. The All-Star Game. NHL All-Star Game. 
there is a sense that I have about this game that, that that's that's worrisome. And, and, and the so sense that this right. year. So, listeners of the Boston podcast, you must be confused because we're like three layers deep into this thing. We're playing you. We're, I know. We're, well, we're playing an excerpt of a podcast that is playing an excerpt of a podcast. We're through the looking glass here, people. I mean, <laughs> this is like Inception, right, Mikey? It is. Yeah. So I'm going to stop it there. So you're just going to hear me and Mikey from now on, I promise. But so that's an episode of Radio Lab called from January called the Punchline, and you should go listen to it. Um, obviously easy to find on Apple Podcasts, but it's about this hockey player named John Scott. And Mikey, it sounds like you knew a little bit about this guy, but he, he was kind of what, what they would call a goon in the NHL. Right. Meaning he's he's his hockey skills are minimal, but he's he's a he's a big guy and he can he can play rough and they bring him in for certain things to be like the enforcer. Yes. As it happens, for one reason or another there was this groundswell of support to vote John... Did I say John Scott? Is that his name? Yeah. Mm, it's not, not yeah, Travis John Scott. Scott. No, it's not Travis Scott. Definitely not Travis no, Scott. No, it's John Scott. It's not Byron Scott. It's not Byron Scott. It's not your... Great Scott! It's not great <laughs> great Scott. Um, and anyway, so there's this weird groundswell of support to vote for this guy for the NHL All-Star Game. I always think it's interesting that shit like this happens in hockey that doesn't happen in other sports. Like it, it, it well, it's kind of refreshing that they they bend the rules and this weird stuff happens. You you were saying, Mike. Well, as far as I saw game voting goes, it's very similar to baseball. But it seems like it might be easier in the NHL to get up this little groundswell because hockey is a cultish kind of thing. It's not, it's not the masses. It's you're either a hockey guy or you aren't. I'm not sure. One. A small a smaller percentage a of small, people are diehard hockey right. fans than there are baseball fans. Right, sure. and they're passionate. And so yes. this this trend started, like, why not put John Scott in the All-Star game, even yes. though he's not a great player? People like him, or for whatever reason, listen to the podcast, you'll find the whole story. But sure enough, he gets voted in. Sure enough, he's supposed to be in the All-Star game. And then wouldn't you know it, he's not even on a pro NHL roster. So then, and I'm not going to spoil the whole rest of the story because it is very interesting and very well told by the dudes at uh, at Radio Lab. So, so are they referencing a podcast that they produce, or is it a whole different podcast? No, they. Th- so they. The reason I said that was because they. The story starts with this, and they said, and there are these two hockey guys who do this. I thought I thought they said podcast because right. then you heard the hockey guys going, yes. "Hey, hey, we're here on the hockey yes. podcast." Blah, 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 blah. So. Um, podcast within a podcast a couple of the things you might notice and aspiring podcasters out there uh, i love the way radio lab they're one of the first ones to do it to allow the listener to hear little bits of imperfection and little bits of like the producer talking behind the scenes and um let me clue clue you in on something like mikey and i talking here when I screw up and when I drop something, or when like you hear, like you think you think like uh, that's, you think that's me dropping my Advil um, by mistake. Uh, I mean on purpose to be charming, but actually I just drop my Advil or papers or whatever. Anyway, it's one of the things that's nice about podcasting. I mean, would you agree the the sort of peek behind the curtain? Yes, that's it's not live. You can you can edit. Well, it's supposed to be well, but no, but what? But would you, would do you mind when they leave in oh, the sure. imperfections? You know what I'm saying? I do, and I can tell listening to even a professional podcast that well, you can hear the edit, right? And it's it's I it's wonder what happened, yeah, during the end of that clip into the next clip. Like, why would they cut it right there? 
Right. You know? It, that, so you I know what? Like that's a, a, I like a seamless. That's a great yeah. point, because all it does is make you fixate on the hell yeah. did they just take yes. out? What, ah. sh- what should I have heard? And like, and and leave it in, podcasters. Yes. Uh, I mean, that. unless it's something got a, a legal concern or something else like that. I mean, um, I like, and then I killed a guy. <laughs> oh, Dave, you can edit that out. Correct. <laughs> there was voting on this NHL goon to make the All Star team. By the way, I killed a dog when I was in the third grade just because I didn't like the way he looked at me. <laughs> You might want to take that out. Anyway, but th- that's one of the sort of charming things about podcasting. Like the way Mikey is eating almonds right now, and I'm not going to cut that out. Were you going for the almonds or the cashews? <laughs> cashews. Cashews. No, no, no. I'm going for oh, the, the dried uh, bananas there. The white chocolate flavored pretzels. White chocolate flavored pretzels. So Chris Hardwick does uh, a podcast called... I guess it's called Idiot. It's There's some play on the word idiot or something. He used to do the Nerdist podcast, and then something happened, and he... Uh, sorry, Chris Hardwick was a victim of the Me Too thing, or was uh, properly flogged for a Me Too moment. He's back now. Chris anyway, Hardwick, the guy who yeah. does the um, Talking Dead on AMC? Talking Dead. He also does uh, Talking, Talking Saul and Talking Bad. I think uh, he's done all, I I think he liked all of those. I like him on that show. No, he's he's still very good. You can judge for yourself on his Me Too thing. He had a girlfriend who thought was controlling and, and uh, bad stuff there. But that's not why I brought him up. The reason I brought him up is... He would have a guest on the Nerdist podcast, and I imagine he still does this on his current podcast, and you would hear chit-chat, and you would hear John Cusack, and, the, and you would hear it sort of like this, John Cusack, and the, John Cusack, he's, he's, he's walking in just like Lloyd Dobler. Like he's better he off looks, dead, John better, Cusack? Is that, is that better off dead, John yeah. Cusack? Is, that, is he, is he going to ski uh, Stalin in the K-12 uh, on that mountain with Curtis Armstrong up there giving him advice. Sorry, your mother blew up. And then, <laughs> sorry about your mother, Ricky. And yeah, then sure. John Cusack sits down and is like, yeah, yeah, how are you guys doing? Yeah, I'll have a little water. I'll have a little. And then inevitably the guest, John Cusack, will say, are we recording? Yes, that's correct. Right? right yeah, that's and Chris Harbick said, yeah, that's what we do. We record here. And, and uh, I mean, unless they've cut something out and I've missed something, the guest always says, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't think I said anything stupid so far. So allow yourself to be conversational and fun and, and uh, leave some of that stuff in. That Mikey, Mikey? Yes. That's the good stuff. That's, that's, oh, that's the good stuff. That's the good that's stuff. That's the stuff I miss. That's the good uh, stuff. yeah. All right. So we did oh, that, yeah. and we did that. And so what did we do? Glad <laughs> we said our recommendations. Gladiator, yeah, I give it like a B, B plus from the Globe. Okay. If you haven't heard it yet, the, the serial style documentary style story of Aaron Hernandez. Ooh, I can't and wait to find out what happened. Spoiler. <laughs> my job. Can't yeah, wait. Spoiler alert. It does not end well. No. Uh, Hall of Fame? Is that where how it ends? In the Hall of no, Fame? No. No. Uh, I'm afraid not. I'm afraid not. Yeah, it doesn't it's end particularly well for Aaron Hernandez. Uh, Damn it. Yeah, I know. We also uh, recommended... Uh, let's see, R- uh, Radio Lab. I mean, the name of the episode is yes. The Punchline. Check that out. And uh, also Ron Burgundy, the Ron Burgundy podcast. I hope he does a second season. He's only done one so far. Thank you. By the way, uh, this song, which is catchy with me and Mikey like bopping to as the, as the show closes up, <clears throat> it's by a band called uh, As a People. And you will hear the lyrics of my brother, Adam, and uh, Mikey's cousin, Adam. And the lyrics are kind of elusive. In fact, Mikey, let's listen to it a little bit. Hold on a second. Uh, 
How many words did you get there? Not many, right? Uh, the word father and the word water. Right. I got all. I got all those. It's fine. Yeah, it's finally sinking in. But here comes the the hard part. Yes. <laughs> I don't even have a guess. Do you have a guess? I, uh, I said every man for himself. Wait. Oh my god, that's I think that's guess. it! Is that it? <laughs> that's my guess. I Holy sh... If that's it... This has been the close to my show for the past <laughs> year, and I didn't know what he said. I said every man for himself. That's a great line! I, I could Adam, be wrong. Adam, yes. That's All right. a great line. Well, anyways. It's... <laughs> On, uh, thank you, Mikey. Bah, you have fun? Bah, 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 you... Bah, always. <laughs> All right. bah, bah, keep it going. Well, I am keeping it going. This is the way we close the show on the Boston Podcast. And by the way, thanks to our sponsors, U.S. Postal Service. Make sure you check out the job opportunities at usps.com slash careers. Thanks to our friends there. Uh, Mikey O'Neill, Mad Media Mike. Uh, thanks for chipping in on the podcast, police. Per usual, if you like this if you like this podcast, please, things are breaking down here. As Ned Martin would say, things are coming unglued. Please share it with a colleague or a friend. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And on behalf of Mike O'Neill, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Ah. Ah. Enjoy your day, Boston. <laughs>